1: Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the doc. What's up,
2: John? Good to see you.
1: And we have got news for you. We have a special guest on our show.
2: It's a very special episode.
1: Oh my God. This guy is is probably involved in, if not, not my very favorite fight ever, one of them. In the show of respect, class, and dignity, which was last week's UFC. Yancy Medeiros, who fought Cowboy Cerrone... And after the fight, he jumped over the cage, hugged uh, Cowboy Cerrone's grandma. They were hugging and showing respect, but pounding each other like he did with Cowboy Olivares, uh his last fight. Yancey Medeiros is a warrior, but he's a warrior with a Bushido heart. And it is a pleasure that we get to have him on the show. You're going to hear how, how, how respectful, how disciplined... And what a simple warrior Yancy Medeiros is! Stick around; he's going to be on the show. First guest ever. First guest ever, but not the last. All right, John. Here it is. Hey, so I'm I'm here with. Uh, we have a podcast. It's called It's called Pitmaster and the Doc, and the Doc is here too. He's actually uh, he's my uh, my BFF, and he's one of my students, and he's an orthopedic surgeon. So we talk about. Uh, all kind of stuff like, uh, but mainly UFC and MMA stuff. Sometimes we talk about medical stuff, but the we loved your fight so much um, that we we wanted. You're our first guest ever.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> and, um,
1: um, it's just it was it. To be honest, I think I, you know how long I've been doing fighting. I've been, you know, back in Hawaii, yeah. Palolo, you know, Palolo gym, oh, yada yada yada. Howley Kill Howley Day, all that shit. But anyway, my, uh, I've been in fighting since 1974. And I can honestly say, um, I think that was my favorite fighting martial arts moment. It was unbelievable. The respect and the Bushido that you guys showed, was, uh, it, it, it captured everybody. You, you went up, I mean, even though you didn't get the W, your your uh, stock uh, went skyrocketed after that fight, and during that fight, I mean, come, I mean, slugging the way you are, the UFC, the fans, everybody on this planet loved that. There's not one fucking person that saw that fight that didn't love it. <laughs> so, yeah. how do you feel?
0: I
2: mean,
0: you know, losing losing always sucks. It's just it's all something we all gotta go through adversity, and you know, I just. Get off, dust that part, that dust the part off, dust it off, and keep moving forward. But just yeah, the whole the whole camaraderie and you know the the respect, the respect factor I gave him and whatnot. It was it was just it was just natural for me. I just felt like you know I in, during the fight I slipped, I slipped, and he, he seen that and he let me off. And I was like you motherfucker. And I was like come here, bro. Like you know like he knew I slipped and he let me off, and I just. I got a lot of respect for the guy, and I just have to, you know, that's just how I give it all. I give, I give. Uh, if you give me something, I give it twice as hard, twice as better, or better. You know, give it two times more. Like, just it's just the culture I'm in. Like, when we down, when we go to war, it's time to go to war. But, you know, in the heat of the moment, you can take some. You know, they take a piece of you in those types of fights, and you know he's gonna give me some, and I gave him some of me. So <laughs> that just this came out naturally, I guess.
1: Uh, You know, I mean, but you know that that was that will be one of the UFC uh, highlight everything's and everybody, you know, everybody in the world will remember that. Like, I mean, forget the win, forget the loss. People are going to remember the hug, you jumping over the cage and hugging his grandma or his mom or whatever. Grandma, right? Grandma, um, grandma. You yeah. you jumping over the cage, hugging the grandma, that's going to be a fucking highlight real moment that nobody will ever forget. Yeah, I mean, you know that, right?
0: Nah, I mean, I just, I didn't take, I, I honestly didn't take it like that. I just, I'm a fucking, I'm a family man, John, and, you know, I just, I appreciate family, and I just, you know, grandma was calling me over, and cowboy was like, hey, that's my grandma, and he was trying to explain something to me, and I was like i'm just gonna jump over and listen to what she's got to tell me yeah i don't need her i don't need i don't need her yelling yelling to get my attention i'll give her my respects and my aloha and, and my love wow. it was just, your grandson got me man but you want to come and talk to me grandma of course i'll give you my respect i'm just always loving i, I, I always respect my elders especially the elders
1: that was huge where were you guys where was that aloha shit when i was growing up how come I was like, "Fucking Holly, give me your lunch money." Fucking ho- why did why wasn't I grazed? Why weren't the people around me with that kind of bushido and that kind of respect? They were like, "Fucking Holly, what the hell are you looking at?" Fucking Holly, give me your lunch money. Fucking what? You like beef? Why did I have to grow up with that shit?
0: Times Steve John. Times changed.
1: Oh my God! Why couldn't they have changed when I was growing up? Yeah, yeah. It made my life miserable. <laughs> oh man! But oh shit!
2: So what's the hey? Yes, this is uh, the doc here. So what's the response from the fans been like after that fight?
0: Oh um, yeah, a lot of a lot of um, you know respect and love and
2: just
0: I've I've had a lot of positive feedback from it, but that's just just me being me. Like I would have did that to the grandma if I want. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... That's just, like, it wasn't a... It wasn't a stunt or an act or whatnot. It just was... Just this just, just, just... Grandma was trying to talk to me, and I couldn't hear her, you know? And I didn't want her to yell. Like, that just... It, that just naturally came out, you know? And I just had to... I had to give her... I had to give her that. That
1: couldn't... Have, that couldn't have been a stunt. That was the spur of the moment The you... Yeah. I mean, the fucking adrenaline was going crazy. You just fought? I mean, you can't plan a stunt like that. That was... That's why it was so beautiful because everybody on the planet knows that that was you, the real you. I mean, that was your spur—the of the moment it just came out, you came out and yeah. you showed the world, yeah. "Hey, you know what? You could just beat the shit out of me, and fuck it. I mean, I still love you. I love your grandma. I love the world. I mean, that was unbelievable. You know that. So, I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was. It was like I said. That was my favorite moment. And uh, the doc here. His name is James, by the way, but he—he um, he, uh, we we couldn't believe it, you know, and, and, and all the fans, you made so many fans that, I mean, people, everybody knows Yancey Medeiros now, and it was like fucking, it was just like craziness. So you, you used to live in Wai'anae, and now do you still train over at the Technic uh, Jiu-Jitsu?
0: Yes, yes, that's one of my main training. That's definitely one of my main training um, gyms that I train at.
1: But you were with uh, you were with uh, the Stockton boys for a while, weren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I still I still pay homage to my to my Cali fam, you know, Nick Diaz Academy. I still I still represent them too, but you know, I gotta I had to make moves and I had to I have to um stay at home and I couldn't keep commuting back and forth. I have my own family I gotta support, so
2: you yeah. know, times
0: times change and it just financially I had to I had to I had to stay stay home more. And it's yeah. just been a, it's been able, I've been able to focus a lot. And like we, I feel like we've come up with a good system. And I mean, look at Max. Max yeah.
2: has been
0: getting better and better. And, you know, like, I feel I'm getting better and better regardless of the outcome of my last fight. Like, I just gotta, you know, make my adjustments and get back to it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, you, it seems like, it definitely seems like a winning formula for the Kanakas, you know? <laughs> but, uh, so you live out by, like when you live in IA, are you, are you talking Halava Heights or like really IA? Uh,
0: uh, Royal Summit.
1: Okay, that's a new place. I don't uh, even know where that is. Is that near, yeah, uh? kind
0: of by Newtown. By Newtown.
1: Okay, alright. Um, so it's kind of like Pearl Ridge, Pearl City side?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, up right. there.
1: Wow. So how you like, do you buy a house there?
0: No, no, I live, I live with um, my grandmaster. He has a studio. That he, he,
1: give, he lets me live in. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then... Martin. What did you What? Wait a yeah. second. You are not Universal Kempo.
0: Yes. I am.
1: Oh! I know we talked about that, but uh, Martin, what the... Uh, you know about our history, right?
0: Yeah, I know about the history. And, yeah. But I've, I've I've never heard anything bad about it.
1: Brian, no, I no. know, I know. I love Martin. I love, remember Jonathan Vance? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: Jonathan.
1: I mean, that That was my sparring boy when I was coming up, man. When we used to bring our gyms together, uh, we said. To, yeah, he, uh, he,
0: he... what? He separated from the Universal.
1: Yes, he did, and he came to the pit, and he wanted to... He was, he was in the process of... Uh, Becoming a affid- pit affiliate Hello? Hello? when he got sick and passed away. Yeah, yeah,
0: was yeah, unfortunate. That... I didn't get to see them lately. I would see them, like I would see them growing up, but I was like in high school when it happened. So I mean, when I seen them all, like you know, a kid, I don't understand what's going on. I still gave them my love and respect.
1: What about what about Takauchi? Do You know Billy?
0: Yeah, I know Billy. The son, the son used to come and cross train with us.
1: Yeah, what's he doing? He's called me. He came up here and he was gonna train for like, uh, like three weeks. So like he he was staying up here and he was training with the pit guys. This was when Chuck was still fighting, or I think okay, it was okay. re- And then he like he was here for like a week and he was like, "I gotta go home. I, I'm homesick now," and he left. The the
0: son or yeah. Billy? The, the well, guy, Billy the
1: Billy came with him, and it was him and him and his son. And they, I don't think they like the training okay, or something. Okay. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. He, um, he still trains out of his their their own. They
1: have their own gym in their place. Yeah, it's so like he, a garage he, gym. He, yeah. yeah,
0: he and he, he cross trains. So he used to come to our gym and train, but then I guess he stopped training when he just go and cross train and you know come here and there. But he's undefeated.
1: Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, he here. sent me a bunch of videos of him he's and he wants me to help. But anyway, so you, you're going up. You're going up now. What 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 do you think is gonna be next for you at, one one seventy or one fifty five?
0: I'm still I'm still at one fifty five. I don't feel like the cut has to do anything, or you know, with the loss has to do anything with my cut. I feel I feel healthy at one fifty five. It's just now 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 that I got a, I got this layover, I can adjust. I got some injuries I want to tend to and you know cool off on. Like I rode into another camp and I just. No excuse. I'm not making any excuses now. I feel like I can address some injuries that I need to address, and you know, get ready to prepare and try and fight in the summer or something late summer.
1: Yeah. What? What? Um. When did you get hurt?
0: Oh, I. I mean, I was hurt from like my last my last fight. You know, it's yeah. not nothing like big big injuries or whatnot. You know, like stuff stuff on turf toe and like stub thumbs. You know, like nothing major, but it's still a hindrance for me. Like I kind of like, you know, like, I cannot, I got always be cautious of it. So now I can like really tend to it and slow down my practice and really recover and just, you know, get back into a fight like at a hundred percent.
1: Cause that uh, the fight before that, I mean, it was a similar. I mean, I, you know, you you got the W in that fight, but it was like that was that was a, also a very bizarre fight. I mean, it was like. What was, what was, like, going through your mind, like, were you, like, were you rocked at all, or were you just, like, all right, let's, oh.
0: I mean. Uh, I, most definitely, I was rocked on some, like, you know, there were some punches, I was like, God, like, I, I was more thinking, like, the first time he punched me, he dropped me, I was like, you motherfucker, I'm gonna get you back. Like, I was just too emotional the first round. I was like, oh, I was in you know, the first round, like, oh, I gotta drop him, I gotta drop him, I gotta get him back, and he dropped me again, and I was like, oh, man. I was just like, "crap," and I was like, Kiss. "at the toward the end of the round, I was like, slow down.' Like, we got two more rounds. Like, I need to, you need slow down. Like, you, you can pace yourself out. Like, he's super athletic. I really miss his athleticism. I yeah. I didn't expect him to be that quick. You know, he was already he already had an inch on me on length, but I didn't expect him to come in that quick with his rights and you know his straights and whatnot. So I was like, okay, but he was a front runner. You know, he came out hard. He come out sprinting hard every round. So I was like, all right, bro, like, you know, I've trained for a war. Like, I'm ready. So I kind of, I kind of like, third round, second round, I kind of got my pace back, kind of stayed outside, did what I had to do. In third round, I was like, yeah, I know you're going to come hunt I know you're going to come sprinting at me again. So I didn't expect him to do that explosive lift. You know, I was like, oh, boom. I was like, oh, he took me down. I was like, whoa, that's in my head. I'm like, bro, that takes a lot of energy. So I'm just, like, calm, riding it out. You know, Puffy did it again, and then, you know, we just went into our jiu-jitsu scramble. And I really, I really top-notch jiu-jitsu guys from California to, at home, and just, you know, I'm, real, I'm very comfortable in those positions. So and got my escapes and I my, my know what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Just, you know, and I, I, as soon as he got off, he did a couple of strikes and seen him hit a wall. And I, was, I thought he was kind of just playing possum a little, you know, so I kind of walked him down, tracked him down, and then I was like, Oh no, he's he's already flinching from me fainting. I was like, okay, and I'm gonna throw some heaters on him.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was like it was like choreographed like a fucking uh, it was like choreographed like a goddamn uh, it should have been in a movie. I mean, that was like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was like, I tell everybody I was born with a blood
1: sport. <laughs> oh my god, that was yeah. Watching that fight, it was like nobody. That was. Was That that was Fight of the Night, but you think that could have been Fight of the Year. Is is Have you heard that?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I heard it. I've seen it on a couple couple pages and whatnot, but, you know, other people thought the Justin Gates, the Geysi fight in the Alvarez was more entertaining. And, like, for me, they're like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, at the end of it, we all get it. A fight of the Night means both of us get an ass beat. <laughs> That's yeah. what a Fight of the Night is. You know, everyone's no, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fight, of fight, the night. Of
1: the night. fight of I'm the like, night's no. not a good thing.
0: Yeah, now, fight... I know. I'm like, no, I want performance of the night. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to get fight of the night. That's just fucking, that's just what it is, like.
1: But you got to admit, I mean, that one was like, I mean, you could have got performance of the night, but, I mean, if you put in all, if you factor in all three rounds, that was definitely a fight of the night performance.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah he's tough. Cowboys, tough man. Yeah. So you got, I got,
1: I got you got two cowboys in a row. How did that? I mean, that was like the two crazy cowboys in a row, man. Yeah, I know.
0: I know.
1: So I thought, I your,
0: I could, you know, I thought I could hang with them, and it just fucking got me good, and just kind of fucking making my get back to making my adjustments, and you know, get back. I don't feel like you know. He just the better. He just he just got the better of me that night. Like I don't feel like I I, got, I in there. You know I can work on a lot of things, but I don't feel like I you know he's just outclassed me or anything like that. I feel like I have a lot of room to make adjustments and keep my the way. I'm still riding this wave, man. You haven't stopped me from from the wave. The Hawaiian wave continues.
2: <laughs> so had had you sparred with him before? It seemed like you know just watching as a Fife fan. You guys seem like friends coming into the ring. So how well did you know? Cabo before this recent fight?
0: No, I'm never did spot with him, never did train with him, man. Just, that was just the vibes that we both gave off, I think. You know, I understand some people, it, it takes a lot Brad, to get in there. It takes a lot to get in that octagon. And a lot of people have used different different methods, have different theories, different mindsets to get in there. And however it's it established however they got to get through it, what they got to do. It, it, it's just like, you know, you're getting... A man versus I'm not a man like you need whatever you need to get in there some people handle their emotions differently you know and for me it's like I can be a hugger I can be a mugger you know when it's time I'm, I'm just a respectful person and it's mutual and, you know you're gonna turn on you're you gonna start mugging me I ain't no punk I ain't no punk but you ain't gonna punk me you know like not. Nah, you're gonna show me you're gonna show me love I'm gonna give love back but in the end this is a fight we still gonna have to sling well
2: you We're guys did I mean as soon as it started, you guys sure did. But you know, John and I talk a lot about on the podcast that you see a lot of negativity in the sport, which neither one of us like. And it was really refreshing, and we just really enjoyed watching the fight and seeing two fighters that really respected each other. Um, there were a few that night, but uh, obviously nothing like you two. Um, so we really yeah. enjoyed. We really enjoyed as fans. We both enjoyed watching. I know John. Uh, he was talking a lot on our last podcast. It was his favorite uh, fight card of ever. So, <laughs> so yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty big deal. It was, it's cool to see, and the you know when you see a lot of negativity in the sport, to see the the positive side and the real martial arts side of it. So thank you. We enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, early. I mean, oh, I'm glad it's appreciated because you know some people some people take it in differently. Like for instance, like my brothers Nate, Nate and Nick, they don't they don't address their fights like that. It's totally different, you know what I mean. But that's that's <laughs> they gotta get in
2: there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah
1: a little is, different. They're, they're like they're like skinny Samoans. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like the Samoans that I remember growing up, only a lot small uh, skinnier.
0: Yeah, and they ain't scared to throw down. <laughs> no, they're not.
1: No, they're not, so- man.
0: No, so I mean it's like them, you know, like they don't they don't believe in that. That's not their, their that's not their method. That's not their kill or be killed. Like they cannot you know, that's not on there. and I respect that. That's just how they're gonna get in, but for me it's just I am who I am. You know, I know what I gotta do. But that doesn't mean my emotions gotta be any gotta be like anybody else's. I gonna feel like how I gonna feel and I gonna get through. Whether or not Cowboy gave me those vibes of respect, we never did hug, I still gonna swing the way I gonna have to swing to knock him out. You know there's an objective at hand but you still that my respect is not going to change because of that yeah
1: what, what's your uh what's your number number one goal in life
2: cool oh. <laughs> that's deep <John. laughs> that's a, you're
0: Hitting me with the hit me with the sensei quote the question <laughs> um i mean stability i guess in myself as a person yeah. You know, and being able to—if I can take care of myself, then I know I'll be able to take care of everybody that I love, and that everyone I'm around. I mean, just be able to, be able to provide in any way I can in a giving way, like you know, to help people, to better people. Like I'm a very positive individual. Like I've, I've raised around a strong, strong family, and you know, martial arts. It's very, very, very. Hum- it's very, very humbling, and builds a lot of. You know I'm just a modest person, and I feel like I understand different cultures, different areas, different ways people live, and I don't judge them, I don't stereotype them. I just I just I am I I'm, I'm gonna keep being who I am and I gonna push out being positive and keeping that good vibes because I feel like I get along with everybody because of the way I am. and you know some people get different personalities, some people take different um, some people take things differently. Man, I just am able to walk away and you know, hey, I gave my a hundred. And if you if you don't like me, it's, it's all good. Like you're not gonna ruin my day. Have a nice day. Like I'm able to walk life on a you know on a good in you know, a good path. So just be stable, you know, be, be be stable in my life. I mean, be able to provide however I can.
1: Where where's I mean, your I don't need, where's your people? Are your people still in Wai'anae?
0: My mom, my parents, yeah, my my immediate family, like my parents, they live out, they live out in Macaw. Why not okay. why I side and yeah wow. I mean that would be great like, that's that's part of me being stable is being able to financially support and be able to provide something for my parents or everyone to live in and whatever it is I don't need to be filthy rich but you know I have everything I need and nothing I don't want
1: yeah you yeah. you know my first boxing match when I was 14 was in Makaha against a guy named James Mades <laughs>
0: Uh, we probably
1: family. <laughs> I swear, it was I was from Palolo Gym, and my first actual PAL Police Athletic uh, League boxing match. I fought a guy named James Maderis from. He was from Waianae, and it was in Makaha, at like a. It was like an old uh, drive-in theater that wasn't a drive-in theater anymore, and it was in the parking lot. And they set up the ring, and it was a regular fight, and I beat him in the first round. I'll never forget that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was a damn Howley hater, too.
0: It was what?
1: He was a Howley hater.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that he was, was
0: a, That was back then. That was back then, man. You know, we ain't got that no more. We, we try and show our law.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God. I wish it was. Oh, man. It would have saved me some. Okay, let me ask you this question What's your biggest fear in life?
0: Dang. Biggest fear. would be, oh, nice, Um, I'd say being unhealthy, you know, just with life life choices, Um, yeah, having a bad health, like, but, like, one of the things is, like, me being old and not being able to, like, if I'm swimming and the waves get picked up, like, I've seen guys, multiple guys drown where I live because they're they're too obese or they're, you know, they're not, they don't work out, and I was like, man, like that's the biggest thing, like me being functional. I need to be able to save myself. If there's a zombie apocalypse, best believe, John, I'm gonna be able to run that mountain. I'll get to the top of that hill. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just, yeah, be healthy. So I, like, I like, I like to provide and be able to be give to my family. And I feel like if I'm healthy and I can do that, you know, everything will be full circle.
1: So you it sounds like you sound a lot like me i mean because the way i grew up and it's a big deal for me now to to make sure i always have something because i didn't and i was like i don't want to ever be there but uh and you always you always want to make sure that that comfort you know you always get comfort what do you have kids and a wife
0: i have a daughter i have a daughter and i don't have a wife but i have a daughter she's going to be 12 in july So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, that's one thing, you know, that's why I want to be able to be functional in life just so I can provide. You know, when I leave this earth, I want to make sure, like, my daughter doesn't need to worry about buying a house or, you know, like, she can worry about doing what she needs to do and being what she wants to be in life. And, you know, she'll always have somewhere to live. I believe, Mm -hmm. like, being a family man, like, home is always a place of sanctuary. That's what my dad always taught me, like, you go home like you always. Go, you should always feel safe in your home. You don't ever let trouble come around your home. You know, and I just always, I've always lived that path. Like, like I'm able to walk away from. I've never had a street fight in my life. I won. You because of the fact that I'm deadly afraid of someone bringing trouble to my house. Because I'm yeah. not, gonna, I'm not gonna tolerate any of that. Like, you're not gonna. You can try to hurt me. I'll walk away from that. You know, you don't hurt me. But no, don't bring any trouble to my family. Like you know, like that's just you drawing out you're drawing the line now, like. That's like you know, that's the that's just part, you know, I try to prevent as much as I can and I've been fortunate.
2: Yeah. You don't know no one's yeah. ever
0: you know, nothing's ever happened to me or my family. Yeah. Been around good people. <laughs> been around good people you know everything I'm, I'm in the gym, there's a bag to take my anger out on.
2: <laughs> so you did get, must have, did you get started in martial arts young?
0: Yeah, five, the age of five. I started for five, universal, and then I got my blessings from my grandmaster at 20, the age of 20, to pursue MMA, and went from there.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, we're looking yeah. forward to uh, what? to your next fight for sure. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, tell me
1: one thing. Tell me one thing. Let me, okay. What is your five-year goal? Where do you want to be in five years?
0: Five years?
1: Yeah. You'll still be young yeah. enough to be in the UFC,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. If you want to. De- definitely ha- have some. I want to be able to have at least a couple houses owned or something where I can get. I want like monthly residual, you know, where I'm able to have something stable where I'm making money and I'm just still doing martial Passive
1: arts. income. You want yeah. to have passive income.
0: I mean, that, that's just, you know, Hawaii is expensive and I don't know how to invest in my money and, and save and <laughs> make sure I get my taxes all in order.
1: Can can you, know, can you even buy a house? Can you buy a house like a, you? I mean, you in know, Hawaii, I, I, can,
0: I, I can, but I'd be I'd be in the hole. Like,
1: no, I mean, like, yeah, I'd be... no, I mean, can you? I mean, I used to think that like if you buy in Hawaii, aren't you just like leasing? And they have all kind of like all kind of different rules than they do in the mainland. If you try to buy, can you like not buy property in Hawaii? And then they have the Hawaiian the homestead and all that. And I never could figure that out. Are you yeah. allowed to buy a house in Hawaii? Yeah, you
0: can buy... No, most definitely you can buy houses. It's just more expensive.
1: No, I know that, but... Because my mom has a house in Hawaii, and I... But I just... It's on the Big Island. She moved to the Big Island now. But um, I, always, I always thought, like, you couldn't. You lease the land. You don't actually buy the property. That's just what I always heard. But I don't know. It just seems... Because I know they I have do, the... You can? You
0: gotta say, like, if you pay off your house, you gotta pay land taxes. There's land taxes you still have to pay. Yeah. You know, huh. but you can buy house most definitely.
1: Yeah. A couple more fights, sure. you going to buy one?
0: Sure. Yeah, if I get a better payout.
1: <laughs> Who's your manager?
0: Um, my, my manager's my uncle. He's just Jimmy Barrows. He's been managing me since I was in Strikeforce. But as a manager, I don't pay it. Don't ask me for a dime.
1: Yeah. I mean... Yeah. To be honest, like these days in u o c since the sponsorship thing has kind of gone by the wayside, I mean yeah. the whole reason to have a manager unless you're like uh unless you're like really high maintenance, I mean, I don't know to me, like like Dana does most of the managing, promoting matchmaking, and everything, you know yeah I mean, I know your manager kind of says like you know, they ask you for a fight and the manager will kind of chirp in, chirp in and say, well, I want this much more. And Dana usually I'll, it's up to him. He'll usually go, yeah, right. Or else he'll say, okay. But like in boxing, the manager like really, really negotiates. But it does, it seems like in MMA or in the UFC, actually, it's it's more like they'll give you this and you either want to, either you want it or not. You might like get them up a little bit, but usually it's kind of, do you feel like it's like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, and for for me, it's like about building your brand and getting to know Dana White. I feel like he pays off the he pays the guys well that he 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 has a good good relationship with. For instance, yeah. like um, Sage Northcutt, that kid gets paid more than me. Yeah, you know, and and I'm not I'm not hating on that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I know I put on I put on harder fights than that kid. Yes, he has a look and all that, but it's like I I fucking I put my I put my life on down down on that. Down in the, down in that octagon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I ain't messing around. So I ain't gonna play it safe. I know it's is a business of entertainment, and people want to see fights. You know, and, and and just okay, what do I need to do to get paid that? To get to get paid like him? Because I feel like I put on more. I feel like I put on exciting fights. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah I think. Yeah. So de-
0: that's, that's I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not eating on TV. I'm just like, okay, what do I gotta get do, do to get paid like you? Because. You fighting nobodies and getting paid that. And I'm not even you know what I mean? And I'm fighting I'm fighting Saroni and I I'm not even getting paid half of what you get paid, even if I won.
1: But yeah, didn't it I mean didn't didn't it go up a bunch after your uh after the the cowboy the uh, Mexican or not the Mexican, the uh Brazilian cowboy fight? No. No, it's right.
0: still, it still added on to my contract. Like yeah. it was just the next raise up, but it wasn't anything breathtaking. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, like, like, like how
1: many more you got on your contract?
0: I got one more fight on my contract. Yeah,
1: because yeah. Sometimes he's a, he is like it's slow to come around. Like and he he does have the I'm not gonna say favorites, but whatever. And then, uh, but I guarantee you. I, I can't guarantee it, like would pay off my house or something. But I guarantee after your last, your last two fights, not just your last fight, but your last two fights, I don't think he, Dana doesn't forget that shit. I mean, Dana, I, I'm sure he came up to you after the fight and was, you know, all over it, right?
0: No, I didn't even see him.
1: That is bizarre. Maybe because he doesn't own any. He must be different, because I mean. I know for a fact, I mean, he loves that shit, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't know if if he was at the venue. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, I just remember back when they owned Zufa. So I don't don't know exactly how it is now, but it would be pretty crazy to see someone put on the, the last two fights like you and not go way the fuck up. I mean, it's like, I mean, you're, 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 your stock definitely went up, so I with the crowd, with the fans, so I I don't know. I'm sure you're hearing a shit ton about it all over the place, right?
0: I mean, you know, I've been, I mean, I haven't been. I just been trying to not get fat. I've mean, been trying to get back in the gym and working out. So I mean, but I've heard some good things, but it's just like I gotta get to know Dana White because I don't know him on a personal level. I never, I met him a couple times, you know, I talked to him a, a little bit, but. I don't I don't got his number, you know, like I don't oh my, my my management deals with Sean Shelby. We we had a great relationship with Joe Silva but Joe Silva left. Yeah
1: yeah. You know, yeah. so
0: it's always true it's through Sean Shelby and that's you know. What I don't about Rayland?
1: R- Resland, doesn't he is does he deal with them a lot?
0: Who? Oh
1: no, Ryland? Ryland? Ryland, Yeah.
0: No, mm-hmm. so, no, not really at all. Brian Butler is you that's Max's management. Yeah. Microphone. What uh, the,
1: the trainer guy? His name's Raylan, right?
0: Raylan, Raylan. What?
1: Where? What's that? That guy? What is he like? Independently wealthy? I mean, I see like on his on his on his Instagram, he like travels like to every little country in the whole world. (laughs) Every time I see what he knows how
0: to budget. He budgeted. Oh my god! He he owned the he owned the jiu jitsu school.
1: Yeah. But he's going to like these far off lands like these tiny islands yeah. with his wife and kid and they just they travel like crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I went to like six, seven different countries in the last couple of months. That kid's been in more countries than I've been in.
1: <laughs> what the... And, and that's just from running his gym. He must do damn well.
0: Yo, he has a great gym. He has a great yeah. gym. Great kids class. Gracie Technics is, is a really great gym. What... Well, um. Just solid, solid, solid. Um, school, very good yeah. jiu jitsu school.
1: Is yeah. that where you do the bulk of your training? What's that? Is that where you do a bulk of your training?
0: Yeah, pretty much bulk of my training—the sparring, the um, the wrestling, the jiu jitsu. And I go kickboxing. I go. I go work with my kickboxing coaching on the west side. But I mean, bulk of my training is is at Gracie Techniques.
1: Who's the, who? Do you have on the west side? Not Westbrook, uh, man, is it? Uh,
0: no, no, not Westbrook, not Westbrook. is uh, <laughs> his last
1: name. Oh man, yep. you gotta yeah. come up to the pit sometime and just come up for a weekend getaway and train.
0: Oh, most definitely. I would love to.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm down. I'm down, man. That's that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be great, man. We get, we got, we got a compound and shit. We got. A, I even have a guest house up here, man. Oh.
0: wow. Uh, where
1: um, what city is that in again? It's San Luis Obispo. It's about uh, what, it's about two hours south of uh, Stockton, isn't it? Like, it's right by Pismo Beach. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Like,
1: it, like if you're going south from uh, you know, from the uh, from the valley up there, it's it's about halfway, probably between. Nah, it's not even halfway. It's like, it's like it's we're, we're about two hours from Fresno. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's not it's not far at all. But so you got your black belt under Buell?
0: Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes, I did. I, just, I, I went that. to um, uh, I went to first degree and then I pursued MMA.
1: Yeah. And yeah. he still he still a, has his universals going.
0: Yeah, I mean, still all the schools. There's a lot of schools still going. I mean, still has the seminars every year. It was yeah. Still strong. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, I mean, whether you use that, you know, use the universal or just the Kempo because we're Hawaiian Kempo. What do, what does he call his system? Oh, uh,
0: Universal Kempo Karate um, Schools Association. But, I mean, what it's, it, it's, it's basic Kaji Kempo It's off of Kaji yeah. Kempo. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, same as ours. Yeah. But, uh, so if you, I mean, to be honest, like, if you, like, once you retire... From from MMA, I mean, you have a legitimate black belt and you're a legitimate martial art. I mean, it's a lot of MMA guys, you know, they should be a black belt but they're not. But you are, so I mean, opening a, opening a school for you, I mean, that would be, I mean, that would like fit right into your fall right into your lap, really, right? If you wanted yeah, to, yeah, I would, yeah, I
0: would love to. I feel. I feel what I need to do right now as a you know, as this being a business it's I yes I am a martial artist and this being a business entertainment, I need to build my brand. Oh yeah. In USD, no, yeah. you know. Just build my brand and then I can venture off and do whatever I wanna do. I mean look at look at Hoyce Gracie. He's going to like Spain and he's going to running seminars with three hundred plus people, you know, three hundred dollars ahead. Like yeah. you know, it's just like man, that's like you know, and that's just off his brand, his name himself and it's just like I'm not saying I want to make that type of money, but I'm like, wow, I can literally go to Spain, spread martial arts, spread knowledge, you know what I mean, something I love, something I'm passionate about, and, you know, and be able to do something like that. Or look at, like, look, um, Ronda Rousey, she can do movies. She's in WWE, if I'm not mistaken anymore. She's built her brand. She can, do, she can do and pursue whatever she wants to do in life and do something like that. And that's something I, I feel like I, I could do, you know, if I build my brand, I'd be able to do something where... You know I, I can keep what I want to do passionate and do still, still spread martial arts
1: yeah 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 I didn't I didn't mean like until your until your UFC careers all the way over like Glover already Glover Glo Glover already opened a gym and he's like training guys and he's like he's like he's like calling me like before his fight and I was like I thought he's gonna ask me some strategy stuff he's like hey where do you buy your geese I want to get some geese and and uh you know, I need some more belts for my students. I go, bro, you're fighting in two weeks. What the fuck? He was like, I know, but my students, they need a new gi and da-da-da. I was like, holy shit. <laughs>
0: Focus on your fight, Glove.
1: I, I was like, bro, <laughs> let's work on your fight. And, uh, but yeah, you definitely, I think you should wait for that. Yeah, but,
0: I'm most definitely not going to fall into something. No, I don't want to fall into something like that. I mean, martial arts is a passion for me, but I know... As of right now I need to focus on myself and my career because I know in the end of it I'm gonna give back and I'm, it's just that's just me I know I'm gonna that's just what I'm gonna do so I'm gonna put all the time I can now to put my place in where I need to be and you know focus on that yeah because in the end I know I'm gonna keep pursuing martial arts and I'm gonna invest in something do you treat that
1: are you nice to Howley's when you meet them on the street? Seriously?
0: I'm nice to everybody.
1: You should. You should. Have you ever? Okay, be honest. Have you ever gone up to hell, even in school, maybe grade school, or junior school, junior high school? Yeah. Have you ever said, okay, honestly, now, have you ever said, fucking hell, like, what? I owe you money. Have you ever said that? Never. Never. <laughs> ever. Come on now.
0: Okay. Because no. <laughs> no, there was no hellies in you your school. If they don't know how vibe with Hawaii, like, you know, like when we would go, if if my friends from California come in, they walk into the house and they're like, oh, your shoes, oh, you gotta take them outside. And we go, oh, holly style. That just means you know, that's what Hollies do. That's just what they do. It's not, it's not like, no more. The, oh, Holly, get out of here anymore. Everything is What, what? when Hawaii, did that welcome.
1: change? When did it's that change? And why wasn't Hawaii, I told?
0: Now. Oh you my know God. When the cops had to buckle down and people started getting arrested.
1: I know. <laughs> like, I swear to God, like somebody, my teacher hit me in like seventh grade. Uh, and, you know, he called me a fucking Howley. And when I t- when I went home and told my mom, she was like, All right, what do you want me to do? You know, it's like, so it's like, yeah.
2: Well, this shape, yeah, John's, where's the, John's where's whole personality. Where, where's the this is John's whole personality was a Howley thing, so. This is where he comes from. I
1: I got a chip on my shoulder. It's pretty I hate everybody yeah. because of that. <laughs> uh, so you've never said like, okay, have you ever said this? Hey Holly, give me your lunch money. Have you ever once said that?
0: Wait, what was that? One more time?
1: Have you ever have you ever said, Hey Holly, give me your lunch money? No. Never. Oh my god. Where were guys like where were the locals like you when I was coming up? Like, where was the, like the, like the Melvin Kuma cows and the, and the Daryl Teixeira's and, 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 and the, and the you Scotty know, Boy you Kyocho's. Why?
0: What? You know why? Because if the Hollies wasn't tough, the parents was more tough in the courtroom. <laughs> they'd get it done worse, you know what I mean? And then and whoever they pick on the hollies, the parents would end up, the, the, the parents of the, the bullies would get licking because now the parents are trying to pursue Wow. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. It's crazy, like, you know, just everything got political. Like things things like that have changed, man. You just gotta <laughs> you How can't is be doing that? that kind of stuff anymore. How is
1: that political? Like the, the sovereignty stuff and all that. Is that still going on there?
0: Um yeah, there's a lot of people that still do it. I mean I represent Hawaiian culture. You know, I love I love being Hawaiian, but brother, you use a cell phone, you get shoes on, you drive a car. Like, you seem pretty modernized to me right now. You, use, you know, like, it, it's, you know, like just complain about what they write. And I'm like, but, like, I don't know. I kind of complain. Yeah.
1: they I'm on a
0: beautiful island. Things change. I have no control of it. Yeah. There's no well, room for complaints complaint in
1: my life. It sounds like everything's good. So, no fights? Nobody talked about a, a fight coming up?
0: Nah, no, no fights yet. No fights yet. I mean, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. Go to the doctor and address address some of those injuries that I want to tend to. Yeah. So then, I mean, um, as soon as I, I ain't, I ain't afraid to take no fights. I mean, I just whenever I get the notice and the call, but I think negotiations is in, is at hand first before the next fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got I got some things to say about that, but you could call me on that one. Uh, oh, just all right. Cause, just because I've been around, <laughs> just because I've been around a while, so. I mean, you got you got my number. Give oh, me a yeah, call yeah. later. We'll talk about that. But yes, yes. but hey, we really appreciate you coming on, man. I'm telling you right now, you've uh, you've you've changed the whole, you've changed everything in the UFC. That that what you did, um, it, it changed everything. It really did. Everybody, everybody's gonna remember you now. Everybody loves you now, and uh, you, you've 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 laid down the gauntlet. It, I mean. Like of, of sportsmanship, like anyone's a sportsman now. They're gonna say I'm. They're gonna have to top that. <laughs> that's a pretty big. Main... i
0: What? i Thank you, man. Just uh, that's just, just me being me, John. Just showing my my aloha and you know I love hollies. But
1: thank you for saying that i wish i wish even my teachers hated howlies when i was a kid why couldn't one person why couldn't i have one yancey medeiros come up to me and say or like say hey guys don't pick on the howley he's nice why couldn't why couldn't i have a yancey medeiros i had freaking a daryl Texera that was trying to take my lunch money
2: you wouldn't be who you are now yeah, Tom, yeah. without
1: that <laughs> i'm serious I love you guys. I love Hawaii, man. I love the local fighters, and uh, man, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. You, 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 you definitely gave me and James a, a, an unbelievable fight and, and an unbelievable display of uh, what everybody is supposed to be like. So I really thank you for that.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. It means that means a lot coming from you, man. I just thank you. I just I'm glad my my lost spirit can be recognized as that, and that's just. Something I'll always give out, and you know that the aloha will never die. This Hawaii <laughs>
1: All right, brother. way, well, hey, thank you for everything. Hey, make sure you tell uh, 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 Professor Martin I said hey, and, and I remember the old days, and I remember jogging with him on training with him, and 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 tell him I'll never forget him, and 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 thank you for being on on our little uh, our little thing, and uh, give me a call later. We'll talk about training and some other stuff.
0: Alright, most definitely. Thank you for having me. Looking forward. Yeah. I'll talk anytime.
1: Alright, brother. Thank you. Aloha. You.
0: Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Nancy.
1: Appreciate Aloha. it.
0: Aloha. Alright, Doc. All right. Nice seeing you guys. Aloha. Yeah.